Welcome to Cup of Joe, a Project Zion podcast series where we explore the people, places, and events of Restoration history. I'm your host, Robin Linkhart, and today I'm here with Karen Peter, who is usually the host for Cup of Joe. Our topic is learning more using Project Zion podcast episodes. So over the years, listeners, we have urged you to consider how podcast episodes can be used in church settings as well as everyday life. Now we want to help make that easier with take and go lesson templates. These first templates will be focused on the Theo history episodes in the Cup of Joe series. Karen, it is great to have you as a guest again on PZP. I know you absolutely love sitting on the other (laughs) side of the mic for a change. (laughs) No, I do not. (laughs) So tell us about the Theo history episodes. Well, thank you for asking, because these are some of my very favorite episodes that we've done on Project Zion. So the the Theo history episodes are um, a series of 11 episodes that explore our uh, sacred story, our faith narrative, if you will. But a lot of times, Robin, when we think about church history, a couple of things come to mind. The first, we think about the early history, and we kind of end at Nauvoo. And then we, that's kind of the exciting, you know, controversial kind of time. And so then we stop, and and we've done our church history learning. But that's not the end of the story. And so <laughs> one of our goals was to tell the story of the whole journey um, of, of kind of where we are, but to do it in a way that broadens our understanding of the narrative of our story, but also touches on or actually gets pretty extensive into what then did that part of the journey have to say to us as a people? How did it shape and form us theologically? What um, what was leadership doing to help us uh, become a more faithful people responding to God's call? And to do this, to have this conversation and never forget that everything we're talking about historically and the theological developments they have to be looked at in context about what was happening in the time and place. Um, it's really hard for us as modern listeners and and uh, readers to kind of take off our own lens of our own time and our own understanding and try to look at things in a different way. So it does this, and it does it in a way, I, I think, that is lively, that the discussion is lively. So Locke Mackay, uh, presents the historical perspective of a different era, and we cover different eras in the life of the church. And then Tony Shavala-Smith talks about the theological developments um, in there. And then I just toss in, I interrupt at inconvenient times to ask questions <laughs> and maybe clarify something. But I'm, all, I'm always kind of reminding people where we are in, in the bigger contextual story of where these things are happening. And it's an important aspect of our own um, of our own study and growth, and so I think this series helps us move from looking at church history in an isolated kind of way to looking at it in a different way. Um, to give you an example, when I interview the folks who do the 
lectures for the Historic Sites Foundation. Mm -hmm. I try to always ask them at the end of it, after they've shared what they lectured on and who and, and the event, I ask them, when you were researching this, what affected you and your discipleship? And then I ask, from your perspective, what part of this story does community of Christ still carry with mm -hmm. it in our DNA today? And that's what this series does. It helps us put together, oh, that's why we do what we do, or we think as we do, or we've explored this in the way that it's been explored. So in a nutshell, it's 11 episodes to go through our journey from uh, the 1830s until uh, the 2000s. And, and they are great episodes. And it's really an adventure. I feel like I'm getting on a wagon or, you know, whatever's <laughs> happening at the time. It's like I'm right there with them. The other thing that's been wonderful about these episodes is the Community of Christ website, seaofchrist.org, has a page that talks about who we are and where we came from. So our history, our sacred story. And in that narrative, which is a brief, high-level overview narrative, they've strategically placed links to episodes that yeah. connect with that time period. So I think it's really exciting that people who are reading about our history can now click on a live link and go to an episode that puts it in the time and place and context of the greater world, in the nation where it's happening, and have Locke speak to the history of that time and Tony speak to the theological developments. It just It all just comes alive. It's one of the gifts that Project Zion Podcast has really given to the church, and that is, um, first, to recognize that not everybody learns by reading, that we all have different ways that we absorb information best, but that we can use digital content in ways that can really help shape and form us in our journey of discipleship and in our uh, mission as a people. And that's, um, that's, a, that's a wonderful thing because so many times um, we forget and we resort only to one way of delivering information. So this has been great. And we did get a copy of the script for that uh, narrative that's on the church website. And so we did make our episodes follow that narrative. And so you'll find three of them that deal with the first uh, 14 years and then two that deal with Joseph Smith III's legacy, and then we go uh, one per uh, prophet president of the church. Um, we didn't do Steve Easy's legacy only because um, he he could actually say to us, that's not how it went. <laughs> so that might be uncomfortable. But it's not really far enough into our history yet that we can go, oh, here are the theological developments that came that mm -hmm. we still carry forward. So we'll leave that to somebody else uh, long after I retire. <laughs> yeah, good historians always say you need distance of time yeah. before you can actually look back. Okay, Karen, well, not long ago, I happened to know that you went on your annual spiritual pilgrimage in an undisclosed location <laughs> and came back with a fabulous idea of how we could make it easy for people to take a journey through Community of Christ history with Tony and Locke. Tell us about your vision. So we learned something really valuable during the pandemic um, we were trying to, we all learned valuable things during the pandemic, but one thing we learned about learning and about how we as a community um, share together 
is that um, we can develop ways to share information that can be used in, in multiple settings. And one of the things we did, because we couldn't go anywhere and we were all locked down, was we developed a series of uh, Facebook mini episodes called Temple Tuesday. And people just loved them. And later on, people began to discover where we archived them and kind of hid them for a little while. But they live on YouTube and they also live at allthingsarespiritual.org. And so we, we thought about how can we use these small Temple Tuesday episodes in a way that they can continue to have value um, for the church and for others who are just want to learn about community of Christ and what the temple means to us. And so we developed some templates so that these could be used as lessons, they could be used in worship services, they could be used in lots of different ways, personal studies, small groups. And we put them up on allthingsarespiritual.org, which is a marvelous website. All our listeners should check that out. And people began to respond and using them in all these different ways, including, which surprised me, um, instead of a Sunday sermon and actually showing this short video and answering the questions that are posed in the video and having a discussion around uh, the topic. And that led us to thinking about ways that we could use some of the Project Zion material in a similar way. And the theology slash history episodes that we've done, um, the history, our story is so important to us. It's so much a part of our of our heart story and, and who we are as community. So how could we use these episodes that live online in ways that really bring the conversation to us in how we meet together, in our community conversations, in our classes, in our congregational buildings, in our small groups, in our personal study mm. even. Um, for a lot of us, that's our preferred spiritual formation um, aspect is through personal study. So what can we do to um, to take this material that is so rich and use it in different ways? So we're going to work on delivering templates for the Theo History series so they can be just kind of a take-and-go product that you listen to the podcast with the template. It has questions. It has supplementary information, it has some resource suggestions maybe for further study, so that we can all kind of go on this journey as a people, thank you Mark Shearer, and we can broaden the way in which we understand and um, live our story in new ways. So. I think it's a real dynamic idea and it integrates different ways that people learn. Some people learn by hearing, some lead, learn by seeing, some lead, learn by doing. There's just all these different ways we learn and integrating different ways that people can engage with the content, I think is going to be really exciting and very easy for um, teachers, you know, class instructors to bring some quality content to a class and go on that journey with the students together in dialogue. 
The other thing that we've realized is that our Doctrine and Covenants is our sacred story through the scripture text. It doesn't have all the details that we get in the Theo history, but it's a way to have the scripture that comes out of those eras be side by side with this other part of the journey. So it, likely that will be present in our templates, but it could also be used if somebody just wants to read the Doctrine and Covenants and listen to the Theo History series as they do that. Absolutely. The The other piece that I think is interesting and hopefully um, helpful is that church history is one of those things where you either don't care about it or you have strong feelings about it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and, and I think depending on when you encountered the story of the church, you have different markers about church history that are important to you. And so the way that the Theo History podcasts have been done, we actually share not so much conflicting information, but information from very different perspectives. So Tony and Locke have different reasons for looking at um, the episodes as they did. Um, one to talk about theological development, the other one to talk about historical, um, accurate, you know, the historical narrative. Um, we didn't ever all agree on some <laughs> of the things. And I think that's what a real honest conversation about church history, that's where it has to live right now. Because we used to think, here's the story. This is exactly how it happened. There's no perspective that's different from it. And, and if there is a different perspective, it's wrong. And we don't look at our story that way anymore. There are too many unknowns. And we've learned the limitations of the old way of looking at our story. And so this gives us an opportunity, listening to the podcast, to listen to... Um, a healthy model of dialogue around the, the ideas of the history and the development of the church that I think will really be a blessing for folks that maybe are a little um, hesitant to dive into the church history conversation. Um, this will be helpful, I think, for us to do <laughs> that in a way that's... that's um, not as intimidating, I think, because I'm not an historian and I'm not a theologian, but I hung in there with both of them. So. <laughs> and you asked a lot of poignant questions because in the time that you live, some things that we find in our history are fly in the face of our sensitivities yeah. in today's world. And it can be hard to reconcile that that's part of our story. And so you ask some, some zingers, wouldn't you say? I do sometimes. And part of it is from the era I grew up and what I learned because I grew up in the area, the era of RLDS and we didn't have the ordination of women. And, and that was my a young life. And so watching some of these unfold and change has been important. But I think also I try really hard to ask the questions that I think our listeners are asking. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um, if I'm wondering what that's all about, somebody else's way. If I think that's stupid, somebody else is thinking that's stupid. <laughs> so I'm probably going to ask a question. Yeah. <laughs> Something that you already touched on a little bit at the very beginning is um, our tendency to look through a lens of presentism as we mm -hmm. hear our history, where we're taking how we see the world now and imposing that into a different 
time and place. And the way that Theo history walks us through the story, it really helps invite us in to that context and to let go, or at least be able to identify that we have some presentism that we're looking through and to take those lenses off and get into the story. It, it, I think it makes it come alive for me anyway. It's like flesh yeah. and blood. These are real people. You know, the, I think that's one of the biggest hindrances to really having a productive discussion about church history is we're all looking through our own lens and we have to recognize that. So I'm looking through a 1970s early feminist lens, which um, makes me not appreciative of some of the characters in our church history. And I have to be willing to name that. And, you know, I don't like it. I might not like what have happened, but I wasn't there, right? I wasn't doing the best I could do with what I mm-hmm. knew at that moment. And so I can't put my own feelings and lens on that and say it should have been this way. Mm-hmm. Or I don't like how it was, so we should take that out now. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you can't do that when you're going to look at history, and nor should we. Mm-hmm. Um, that gets us into trouble in our own family stories, right? It do does, yeah. it does. Well, as we said earlier, we do think we have a lot of Project Zion podcast episodes that lend themselves to the journey of learning and disciple formation. Um, And other people have seen that too. In fact, we wanna share some possibilities uh, and some things that are happening right now. For example, Blake Smith, and I know you know Blake because he and Karen bring coffee to go with you to you every Sunday morning. Um, Blake Smith, Mission Center President and Financial Officer for the Chicago Mission Center. Uh, They have developed every Sunday a hybrid worship and adult Sunday school class for the whole Mission Center, which was targeted at not over-replicating the work and effort of planning and providing worship and Christian education, but to do that together for many of the congregations and to liberate their time and talent and energies towards mission, living out mission in their various cities and also sharing the load because they all participate and take turns in helping with that. Blake had the idea of using the God Shots under the Percolating on Faith series as the the keystones of an adult Sunday school class. So those of you that listen to Percolating on Faith may be familiar with that series, God Shots. It's walking through a theology, a kind of a systematic theology, with Daniel Meliori's Faith-Seeking Understanding as a text, and that's with Tony and Charmaine Shabala Smith. So Blake sends out the audio episode and the transcript every week to the membership. He has key questions that he's worked up listening to the podcast. And then for the class, because folks have a chance to read and listen if they have time, but even if they don't, it's a lively interactive class where Blake has some key clips, audio clips that he plays, gives an opportunity to expose people to the content, and then dialogue around questions, which I think is a fantastic Mm -hmm. way to use that content. And of course, Blake is keeping copious notes on all of that. And our plan is to turn that in to a take and go template to be shared uh, with all of our listeners. Uh, What other possibilities would you explore, Karen, or think that might be good? 
one of the things that I hope the Take and Go template provides is an alternative to a congregational grouping. So um, sometimes when we provide a resource, we think the only place it could be used is in the con- in the congregation mm-hmm. as as a class. But I would love to see, especially with the Theo history, like a book club setting mm. for it where you listen to the podcast on your own time and you think about it, then you come back and there's some questions and you can discuss it. And it's more of a not what's right or wrong or what happened or didn't happen, but how do you feel about this? Why do you think this uh, character from our history did this? Um, what would you do in that situation? That's what we do with book clubs. Mm-hmm. You know, we talk about why we love the book, why we hated it. Well, I'm okay saying what I love about the Nauvoo period and what I hated. In fact, I could I could say a lot about that. <laughs> but but we don't approach our history that way. And so I'm hoping that this template will give people kind of permission to look at it that way in a in a more relaxed way. I love that. And you mentioned earlier too that a lot of this lends itself even to personal study which is a spiritual discipline for many people so that's the other one i think is really important and that we forget um that many of us appreciate having resources that really help us delve into something and that is our our main avenue of spiritual formation um it's mine i will Mm -hmm. i will read all kinds of things and ponder it at length but these could actually be used as reflection questions mm-hmm. as one listens to the podcast and then goes through the template. How, how am I growing and learning with this as part of my story? What part of this do I need to put away and what part of it do I want to carry forward? Those are all wonderful ways of looking at the faith narrative and finding um, some common ground with it, but also finding where it's okay to put some things away. Yeah, that's so important. Um, speaking of spiritual formation and spiritual practices, the Awaken to God's Presence episode, which is early each month, I believe it drops on the first Tuesday of each month. Those are all-in-one guided spiritual practices. They're usually about 12 minutes long. Some are a little bit longer. And people just organically began to utilize those in all Mm -hmm. kinds of ways. We've heard of people using them in worship for the spiritual practice during a congregational gathering for worship, in retreats, in classes, a meeting. You know, we have meetings a lot with our teams, and we often have a devotion at the beginning, Mm -hmm. and we can just pop in and play a 12-minute guided spiritual practice, which is a wonderful devotion reunion lends itself really well to that too and you know family worship at home gathering together with children of all ages to sit and listen and be guided in spiritual meditation and of course personally and what i love is you know we can listen to these on our cell phone so we can be out in nature and do it in fact some of the them are actually guided meditations as the person guiding you is walking actively through nature. So just another example of things that right now you can take and use um, both in group gatherings, more formal settings, as well as relaxed, spontaneous, and at-home settings. Anything else you want to add, Karen? Um, I don't think I have anything content-wise really to add because we're at the beginning of looking at Project Zion episodes and seeing how we can best uh, use them in a 
multiplicity of ways. But one of the things that I'm hoping is that it instills a curiosity mm. in us that deepens and broadens uh, for us in community of Christ, a curiosity about our own story, but also a curiosity about how we can best participate in where we go from here. And what does that look like? And how do we imagine how people will look at this time period and our participation later? Uh, I think that's one of my big hopes for this particular um, opportunity to take this series and turn it into some lessons. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah, that's amazing. I think one of my hopes is that... um, pastors, teachers, leaders of classes, parents, um, disciples who are finding their way, seekers and members can use this as a resource that meets a need that they have. And for those who labor many hours every week to prepare classes, that some of that labor can be lifted off of them and they can be supplied with some really great resources that will make it easier for them, but there won't be sacrifice of content and depth in what's presented and what's explored together in fellowship with one another as we journey the way together. And these are low technology. So if you're a person who really hesitates because you don't know how to do visuals or projections and that you don't have to worry about that. You just, (laughs) you just need to have your cell phone and a speaker and Mm -hmm. everyone can hear and participate. They're very low tech. And the high tech people can have fun just turning it all into (laughs) a a colorful PowerPoint (laughs) with a movie. (laughs) Absolutely. So we're sure you want to know where you can find these. We plan to create a new page on the Project Zion podcast website for take-and-go lesson templates and other ideas about how you can use Project Zion podcast episodes. I think uh, it'll be a little later this year when this particular um, Theo history episode turns into a full-blown take-and-go template, but it won't be that long. I'd say by summer for sure. I'm hoping by reunion, yeah. Well, Karen, anything else that you would like to share that you haven't had a chance to say today? Um, I get so many chances to say things on Project Science, so most of the time I'm pretty talked out. But I would want to say this. Um, Church history is one of those things that as we continue on our journey as community of Christ, we learn more and more and more. And don't be afraid of it. Um, enjoy it. And it's okay to not like something. And it's okay to be uncomfortable with something. It's okay to laugh at mm. something or cry about something. But um, this is a gift that Locke and Tony have given us. So I hope we use it well. Yes. Well, thank you, Karen, for being with us as a guest. And thank you, our listeners, for tuning in and sharing part of your day with us. We will be sure to put links in the show notes so you can find everything that we're talking about. This is Robin Linkart, and you are listening to Project Zion Podcast. Go out and make the world a better place. Take care. Bye-bye.